If I can give you the other side of that, it seems like you're quite good at identifying the direction people want to go. So you can you can identify the types of people that you want to potentially influence because you you have an understanding that it's going to benefit them given their own frame of reference and interests. And you probably can also, I'm not sure if you consciously are aware of it, but you, you pick up on things they say or like it, just in conversations, you can kind of see the direction they want to go. And if you can identify something that's going to benefit them directly, then... I had I listened um, to one of... That's probably Byron a good way to Dempsey's get to that. podcast episodes the other day, interviewing, I think it's episode 87, interviewing a guy called American Baron, who's like a really cool storyteller, who's popular, been popularized through TikTok. Very incredible interview, I must say. And I, I wanted to check in on some of Byron's stuff and, and see what he's been up to. Good friend of mine, collaborator. And I believe it was in that episode, and I heard him talk about say the Marvel films and, and I'd say Byron, like me, wanted to be a filmmaker. That was his initial first calling. Let's call it when he left high school. And I know he reads a lot of fiction. I know he's very interested in storytelling and improving as a storyteller. And when I was hearing like him unpack like character dynamics and stuff in the films and how, ah, oh, they characterize the character this way, but it should have been this, not that, like why they make the whole trade around someone like them being homosexual, them being female, like why can't it just be an incidental thing that would send a better, I was listening to him unpack this and I was like, so you know, Byron's an entrepreneur, he's a podcaster and all these things. And it's like, but this is, this is like, I was like, wow, he's very, he has a very deep understanding of this dynamic, like very, very deep. I was like, I was genuinely impressed. And I thought about how that level of understanding of storytelling, that might be something that's really useful for his, his work and how he, you know, he does the podcast format. Could he, could he actually go back to creating it's something I think about myself? Could he go back to creating films one day? Is that a powerful way to do a lot of the education work he's trying to do? So I just went out of, I just went, typed in like a little email and I pointed that out that I listened to that. And I thought that that was pretty remarkable. And, you know, I could have said nothing, but there's certainly no harm. I wasn't telling him to do anything. I was like, that's remarkable. That could be applied in this, this way. How cool would that be at some point, potentially? And that, I think, is an attempt to do what you're talking about. It's not prescriptive. It's not like, here's what you got to do, mate. It's, it's, but it's also trying to point out something that people might not see in themselves. And that can be very, very powerful when you think about the concept of doors and where things end up. So I think it's a, I think it's something that all people are capable of doing as well to whatever extent. And it is, you know, this kind of people spotting or whatever it is. And I think it is very powerful. And I feel like that should be our emphasis when we are trying to help someone. It's just like an A to B thing when it's like that. It's just like a, here's this thing I noticed about you. That's really positive. I don't know if you've ever identified it about yourself because often they haven't. And, and it's also very nice for, even if they have, it's very nice for it to be appreciated and recognized and validated. So it's kind of like, why not? Like you could have said, thanks, Joe, not interested in doing a podcast, but that's really nice, you know, to know, say about question asking and the potential there. And that's great because then I can just leave it at that. And if yeah. you have it, even in a year, you change your mind. I might be someone you actually just talk to then because you know someone. So it's all, it's all, you think about it, it's all like branding, marketing, sales, positioning, timing, leads, 
lead magnet. It, it's like really like it's mirroring a lot of the stuff I've kind of learned about like kind of on the journey over the years too. And it's, it's fascinating because it's connected. Yeah. It's, it but starts with the intention. Yeah, it starts so with If we could, I guess, maybe as a behind kind of step in this sequence of the episodes. Yeah. Recap, you know, this idea of how you actually convince someone to take a better path. You can perhaps join me here in any takeaways that um, have popped up. But for me, what, what noticed, what I kind of, when I retraced this sequence was, you know, I had the story about Gilly and this idea that you can just kind of meet people where they're at rather than jumping straight in with what they're um, jumping straight in with what you think is your, as a knee jerk reaction. Cause that's normally, you're normally, your default is to respond based on your worldview, not theirs. So if you can always just play the game of meeting them where they're at and then leaving the door open for other opportunities to still reach them instead of like letting the child quit school at 14 for the sake of it, so to speak, and it has, it's an idea that's been thought about for some time, then I think that's, that's one good thing. So meet them where they're at and, and kind of acknowledge their worldview. I think two was, um, really probably recognizing their interests and especially number three, then I think concentrating on where they're at in the journey, the whole Y to Z, like why find, why try and change people's worldview? Why not just find people that acknowledge your worldview already and just focus on like guiding them because they're already interested in being led. And so they're the people that you can lead. I think number four, you had a lot of those, those beautiful points around asking those questions. Like, where does this person actually want to go? Like, what do they actually want to do? Who, who do they want to be? How can I empower that? Cause then you have the example of say me, my dad and, and drinking. Like, it's funny how through that relationship, they'll probably end up at whatever kind of place you think they, they could really get to like at, at the end. But if that's too many rooms or doors away, at the moment, then you've just got to work with them where they are now. So that was a big takeaway for me. The other thing is like, I think that idea of just be sure that with the example of you and I and our relationship, make sure you're helping them write their story that they're interested in writing, not making them a character in your story. And then that comes to probably identifying their direction. So I think the audience of none, the interest mapping, all those things that talk about an 18 and lost and on my blog and earlier podcast episodes, they really give a good window into a person. So I think that when you, when you focus on what people have been doing for a long time and already doing and showing interest in that gives a lot of clarity around what they'll continue to do. I think another one was probably just this idea of the doorman kind of concept, the doorman and the very soft salesman, which was your job is to clearly like, articulate that first door, you know, make it clear to them. Like Luke, you could do really well with this podcasting stuff rather than trying to shove them through doors. Like mate, go do this podcast and make it really big right away. Why, why do I need that person to do that? Cause they're capable of it. Well, people are capable of anything. So, you know, it's being directed by your worldview. And I think you had so many other great takeaways around the comparisons and analogies to, to sales more broadly touch points and everything because this is all about education and this whole series and education learning like where do we what is this thing what are we actually talking about 
it's why I think so much it comes back to helping people learn in quote unquote everything. Because a lot of these, these things are actually just like linked frameworks at their base. But our way of understanding them has been to break them down into siloed separate disciplines. Like some people have the sales thing. Some people really get the people thing. But like, no, no, no. Understanding people is so fundamentally like the same thing as marketing and sales. We just have a different context, which changes the frame of reference. But the process of doing it is the freaking same. So, but yeah, that, those are my takeaways, like trying to re unpack it, like how to convince someone to take a better path, which is now obviously, yeah, you know, in quote unquote too. Was there anything else that you, anything else that I might've missed? Yep. I was going to add one last thing, which was around, even if you like, if you're coming from the right intentions and even if you are not necessarily, if you're not necessarily, you're not successful in, it's not about being successful, but in the sense that it doesn't really change that person or they don't want to go down that path. It's nice okay, to know right. that yeah. some people don't hear w even words of encouragement. Mm. 